Two days ago, the Karnataka High Court passed an order that allowed the restoration of Dr. Syriac Abbey Phillips's X or Twitter account. And why am I telling you this? Because Dr. Phillips is better known as the liver doctor on social media. You must have heard of him. He is a health and wellness influencer, or should I say, de-influencer. For example, this particular case is related to him making allegedly defamatory claims about Himalaya Wellness, the pharmaceutical company. The court said that he could access his ex account only on the condition that he would hide the supposedly defamatory allegations against Himalaya. The case is still pending on the matter. Basically, what had happened was in 2019, the liver doctor posted content where he had questioned the efficacy of Himalaya's famous Live 52 tablets for the treatment of serious liver diseases. Himalaya had responded by saying that the claim was defamatory and that the liver doctor was saying all this to promote its rival companies like Cipla. Now, if you know anything about the liver doctor, you know that he is famous for busting myths about home remedies and alternate medicines like Ayurveda. He tells people things like eating multivitamins is useless. He is what we call a de-influencer, and there is a growing bunch of those like him. They are influencers, but instead of pushing you to buy a product, they break down the attraction that you feel towards them. So I thought today, especially because I'm traveling back to Bangalore from my hometown in Darjeeling, I would take you back to revisit this episode of Daybreak. On what is really fueling these de-influencers? Stay tuned. Bread, bread is a big scam. White bread, brown bread, multigrain bread, whole wheat bread. What's the difference, and which one is the best? Here are the four facts that every Indian should know about bread. White bread is filled with maida, which lacks fiber since the germ and bran layers of wheat are removed during refinement. Brown breads in India are also not healthy. They are brown. That was Revanth Himat Singha, who goes by Food Farmer on Instagram, farmer with a ph. And he puts his content under the category of nutrition comedy, and he calls himself a health coach. Like every influence on Instagram, he's got the works: lights, background, captions. But there is one basic thing that sets him apart from your regular influencers. Himant Singha is actually what they call a de-influencer these days. These are basically influencers who make you reassess your choices, and it is mainly in the area of food and health. Himat Singha, for example, has over five hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram, a decent number. He also has forty-one thousand on the microblogging site X, which we knew as Twitter. It still feels a little weird to say X. Anyway, he also has twenty-four thousand following him on the professional networking platform LinkedIn. Now, before you go, but why are we talking about de-influencers on Daybreak today? The thing is, we all know this. That the internet is rife with misinformation, especially about food-related stuff. There are hundreds of influencers on your feed telling you what is good for you. This is a superfood today. Tomorrow, it's going to be something else. But who is telling you what is bad and what doesn't really work? Like that keto diet may be working for some people, but not for everyone. You might have heard of the liver doctor on Twitter or X. His name is Dr. Syriac Abbey Phillips, and recently he claimed that there is no point in taking a multivitamin. People like the liver dog and Himat Singha belong to this upcoming band of de-influencers. 
they are the ones who break down the attraction that you feel towards these products and well they make you think twice before using that credit card of yours but hey fighting misinformation is almost a sisyphean task on the internet these days there's just so much coming in from all directions also i know that you've thought about this by now what is fueling these de influencers is it really just pure selflessness or are they being paid to pop the bubble of our consumerist dreams because think about it if you're ready to name and shame a brand you also have to be ready for a legal battle and that is definitely expensive You remember the Bonvita controversy, right? A few months ago in a video this guy on the internet accused Bonvita, which we know as a health drink, of having too much sugar. That guy was Himat Singh and soon he was served a legal notice after which he deleted the Bonvita video. Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host Nikhil Sharma and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Friday, the 13th of October. Try being critical of a product online as an influencer. In no time, you will have a bunch of other influencers queuing up to discredit your discrediting. And with research, one can really go all the way. But it is still a huge price to pay, right? So, could it be that these de influencers are just milking in on fear mong? You may know the Masala Lab, also an Instagram handle that debunks food myths. His real name is Krish Ashok and he spoke to the Ken reporter Shivani Verma and he gave us a great example. He said, "You won't get 80 followers if you say that the microwave is perfectly safe to use. But if you say that the microwave will give you cancer, you will get hundreds and thousands of followers right away." Apart from Himmat Singh and Masala Lab, some popular de-influencers include nutrition specialist Umesh Wadwani, nutritionist Amita Gadre, science communicator Pranav Radhakrishnan a medical doctor Tanaya Narendra and fitness coach Chirag Barjatia quite a few of these de influencers are subject experts and their content is based on their primary line of work others like Radhakrishnan and Himmat Singha switch their careers to follow their interest or spread awareness they consider challenges like legal action and threats just a part of the job Philips by the way who goes by liver doctor has received a bunch of legal notices too one came from the pharma major himalaya wellness over its formulation of live 52 and threats and retaliations from all sides were regular stuff for him another example is narendra who is a doctor at prayag rajas abhilasha hospital and fertility center he's also faced similar problems in fact most of the de influencers that the ken spoke to told us that it is worth all the trouble and even though they may come from all kinds of backgrounds they want to spread awareness and debunk misinformation but is this all that is driving their content as de-influencers really stay tuned to find out
six-year career, Phillips, who also goes by the liver doctor, has received 15 legal notices, including four from the Indian government's Ayush Ministry and two each from wellness firm Herbalife Nutrition India and Himalaya. Then there was an FIR from a local private Ayurveda company. Except for Himalaya, all these legal notices that he's received were on research work and their pertinent science communication with the public. So far, Phillips has spent over 3 lakh rupees in legal proceedings. But his troubles did not end there. Even at his workplace, he received offensive physical letters containing explicit content and he also had to endure situations of racist and religious slurs. Members of the partner lab where he used to conduct research analysis were also verbally harassed by homeopathy supporters who disliked what he was saying. Himad Singha, who has also faced similar criticism, told Ken that he was mainly against false marketing and nowhere in his video did he say that one should not eat bread. He told us that it was made to educate consumers that if you are eating bread, you should know what you are eating. He also told us that there are doctors who support him. He thinks that people with a good following will always find a few others who will critique their content just to gain followers. But nutritionists and doctors that the Ken spoke to said that such content often lacks scientific evidence. They say that it becomes counterproductive for doctors and nutritionists who genuinely want to fight misinformation. Krish Ashok of the Masala Lab fame told us that it is a vicious cycle where people are being underinformed continuously and that Meta or X or Twitter or YouTube cannot stop this misinformation. The thing is, all of this is still not deterring those like Philips and Narendra, who goes by Dr. Cuteris on Instagram. In fact, they're actively engaging in collaboration. The question is, what is driving them? Coming up next, could it be monetization? Let's take Narendra for example. She wants to make sex education a part of the national education curriculum. She wants to make the HPV vaccine a part of the national immunization protocol. And she also wants to be able to create a space for a college degree in sexual medicine. She has a team of four people. As a medical doctor, she spends three days working at the hospital and the rest working on her content for social media. She also monetizes it and does paid partnerships, works on the Dr. Cutris podcast and she also creates content as an advisor for the government and non-governmental bodies for which she gets paid again. Narendra told the Ken that information regarding her payments for social media content is confidential due to the contracts. Meanwhile, Radha Krishnan, who worked with the edtech firm Baiju's for six years before he became a full-time content creator, gets revenue from YouTube, sponsorships and donations from his supporters. But he did not share how much money exactly he makes from all of this. Barjatya and Himmat Singha, on the other hand, claim that they do not monetize their content. And Phillips says that he is a lone wolf. He told us that he wants to educate people and all his efforts are in public interest. The analysis work, which he had been funding along with other doctors, came to a stop earlier this month because of lack of funds. Now, we tried to get the other side of the story from Karthik Srinivasan, who is a communications consultant. 
He says that monetizing openly by associating with brands is only one of the many ways of making money. There could be many others, including platform-based incentives from YouTube and now X, where Elon Musk is paying creators. He explained with the example of Himat Singha, saying that for someone like him, who offers health advice allegedly without adequate scientific or medical basis, he has huge gains. And it is in the form of a massive number of views and likes because he seems to be going against the trend of praising brands or pitching them. Nutritionist Amita Gadre told Ken that there has been a rise in de-influencing around the food and medical industries because fear sells. The issue that is of concern with de-influencers, however, is that they are just filling that gap. Because very often, those who are promising to debunk misinformation for you are actually presenting you with a fresh layer of misinformation. And as for the FMCG companies that are often the target of these de-influencers, like for example Bone Vita, they've mostly been ignoring these videos or straightforward denying and threatening legal action. But at the same time, we cannot deny that they are using the points that are being used by these de-influencers to update their own brand stories or their narratives. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien. <laughs>